Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to a new episode of the Shroomed Podcast. We're on episode number 21, and today we're just going to talk about a little bit of recap, <clears throat> talk about what's going on in the past a couple months, and um, give you a couple stories um, that I like um, to talk about. So, uh, yeah, thanks, everyone, for if you're still hanging out with us. Um, we appreciate it. We appreciate you coming along with the journey. Um, it is now April, actually it's May already of 2023. Um, so make sure you guys are following the Shroomed podcast, checking out shroomed.com and then checking out our Instagram, stay shroomed. Um, so yeah, so let's jump right into it. Um, I've got a little um, story I want to talk to you. Um, I've talked about it before, but some of those of you who are new, um, this is something I like to talk about. Um, and this is not to diss any um, particular groups out there, um, but it's about Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, Alcoholics Anonymous is something that, um, you know, I tried to do. I tried to go to meetings, um, but it just wasn't for me. And I was I it really wasn't for me. It was not something that I liked. It wasn't something that I, you know, I didn't like bringing up the past. I just wanted to continue with the future and just move on with things and um, heal. So. It wasn't working for me, and and I kind of noticed that it wasn't working for other people too. But it was working for um, for a lot. So I want to talk to you about Bill Wilson, um, who's one of the co-founders of Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, Bill Wilson, also known as Bill W, uh, was one of the co-founders of Alcoholics Anonymous, a worldwide mutual aid fellowship aimed at helping alcoholics achieve and maintain sobriety. Wilson's personal struggle with alcoholism led to him develop. Uh, the 12-step program that forms the basis of the AA's approach to recovery. Um, in the late 1950s and early 1960s, Wilson became interested in exploring the potential of psychedelic drugs, particularly LSD, as a tool for spiritual and psychological growth. He believed that LSD could help individuals achieve a transformative experience that would aid them in their quest for sobriety and personal growth. Uh, Wilson underwent several LSD experiences himself and was enthusiast enthusiastic about the potential of the drug. He even considered incorporating LSD into AA's program and worked with a psychologist named Sidney Cohen to conduct research on the therapeutic uh, use of LSD. However, uh, Wilson's interest in psychedelics was controversial within AA. Many members were opposed to the use of mind-altering substances, um, ultimately, AA did not embrace the use of LSD or other psychedelics, and Wilson's advocacy for their use was not widely um, adapted within the organization. Um, Wilson continued to explore the potential of psychedelics until his death in 1971. While his personal views on the use of psychedelics were not widely accepted within AA, um, his contributions to the development of the organization and the 12-step program are widely recognized as um, having helped countless individuals achieve and maintain sobriety. So, um, you know, for me, you know, I've talked to a lot of people um, in the program and out and, you know, having that come to Jesus moment um, that Bill Wilson's talking about is something that is gained uh, from psychedelics quite easily. Um, for me, it was DMT and mushrooms. Uh, for some, it's LSD. For some, it's Ibogaine. For some, it's um, it could even be weed or, um, you know, THC that can give you that um, come to Jesus moment. But uh, definitely LSD, mushrooms, DMT are things that take you right there. Um, I've spoken with the head of the Zydor um, 
Dave Hodges, and, and we've talked about how mushrooms and then taking DMT get you there quicker. Um, and this is something that should really, uh, this information should be out there because the people are going through AA and really struggling and, and still struggling with depression, anxiety, and these other things that come with, you know, not having alcohol and psychedelics are really helping help me right away. And, you know, it was something that was, that took one to two months for me to stop drinking. And for some people, you know, people are in this program for a very long time struggling, um, and, you know, they should know that there's other options for them. It shouldn't be AA or, you know, going into treatment somewhere, an inpatient or outpatient. Because a lot of those treatment um, places, you know, they put you on medication. Um, obviously, if you are coming off of something hard or alcohol, you know, you want to be under a care or watch. But, you know, right now there's people that are, you know, helping themselves with, with psychedelics. And I, I think just getting this out there and getting people to talk about it should be the first step. Um, and realizing that Bill Wilson's vision for AA um, actually had to do with um, giving people psychedelics. So um, this was shut down really quick, you know, for whatever reason, um, you know, maybe it was because people were, were getting healed and who knows, maybe they wanted to keep us sick. You know, those are questions that come up now that you know we're starting to see how big pharma works and all these other um corporations are working so you know who knows what the truth is now but all i know is that psychedelics help me um and i want to tell other people that and i want to tell people that bill wilson you know wanted to use psychedelics you know in the 50s and 60s uh for his program um then i, I just wanted to give a couple alan watts quotes because i think um he's someone you know that we should keep uh in our minds and you know especially during this new psychedelic renaissance he was here during the first um, he brought buddhism to the west so here's a few quotes from alan watts uh, we cannot be more sensitive to the pleasure without being more sensitive to the pain that's super deep right there so we cannot be more sensitive to pleasure without being more sensitive to pain so that one makes you think a little bit um, so i want you guys to think about that one the more a thing tends to be permanent, the more it tends to be lifeless. So that that's, I mean, that's pretty good one right there. So things that are stagnant, things that don't move around, um, you know, and we see that a lot. We've seen that over the past couple of years with people, you know, being stuck in home. Um, you know, it leads to you not wanting to live a full life. Sometimes it just makes you only think of, you know, it doesn't, I don't know, for me, you want to be thinking more days ahead than just one day ahead. Um, and when you start thinking more in the future, you start planning more things, you start getting out there more and you start um, not being so sedentary, I think. Um, so those are a couple of quotes that I wanted to, to leave you guys with. Um, all his talks and all his quotes are available online and they usually help, help you think, um, make you think a little more outside the box and, um, I really like the way his, his, he thinks. Um, next, so I want to talk about Amanita muscaria. I know we've talked about that in the past. Um, when we saw a lot of these gummies come out, we've been, we were seeing a lot of them not done correctly, a lot of them um, not decarbed. So in doing research and talking to a lot of people in the industry, we found a great um, supplier of Amanita gummies. That's the Wonder brand. Um, so those are on shroomed.com. And I want to talk to you guys about Amanita muscaria because it is, it is not psilocybin. 
Um, but Amanita is legal in all 50 states. So if you're someone who wants to try Amanita or get into mushrooms, uh, but can't have access to psilocybin, Amanita muscaria um, is a species of mushroom that contains psychoactive compounds, including muscimol and ibotanic acid. However, the effects of Amanita muscaria are not typically considered to be psychedelic. Instead, the effects can be disassociative, delirant, and sometimes hallucinogenic. Um, so for me, when I take them at night, I feel like I am almost um, astral projecting sometimes. So I feel like I'm, if I take a couple, I feel like I'm really like getting to a meditative state. Then I do feel like um, there is something there. Um, it does help me sleep at night. I've been able to sleep through all night. I've been having some great dreams. Um, and I've really enjoyed uh, taking the Wonder Amanita. Um, I take the ones with, so there's three. There's one with Kava. There's one with Delta nine which is um, legal hemp derived and then we also have one that is just amanita um so i've taken all of them i do like all of them i like the amanita um playing the best um but for for anyone who wants to try that we have those on shroomed.com s-h-r-o-o-m-e-d and we do have them for the the cheapest price that i've seen them around um so they are a microdose pack there's five gummies i usually take about half of one or one um when i want to um, get the feeling. So it's completely up to you guys. But again, it is not psilocybin. Um, psilocybin helped me stop drinking and DMT. Um, but Amanita does contain muscimol and ibotenic acid. And the ones that I have on shroom.com uh, have been proven to be the best. Um, so yeah, I think it's going to be awesome. And what else do we got here? Um, let's see. So We've got the microdose craze. So it's crazy, man. When I started this podcast two years ago, there wasn't a lot of people talking about microdosing. Um, but now there is, and I'm super excited. Um, this is something that's helped me uh, tremendously. It changed my life. Um, just ask my family members and my friends. But I'm starting to get more people that I never thought would microdose come to me and ask me about it. So um, I'm super super, super happy for that. Um, I get to talk to them a little bit of what helped me. And then I got to um, really help them on their journey. Um, so the microdose craze, um, you know, refers to the practice of consuming very small amounts of a psychedelic substance, such as LSD or psilocybin, um, in order to experience subtle changes in cognitive and mood uh, without the intense psychoactive effects typically associated with higher doses of these substances. The practice of microdosing has become popular in recent years due to anecdotal reports from individuals who claim it helped them improve their focus, creativity, emotional well-being. And for me, um, you know, I was able to stop alcohol. So some believe that microdosing may have therapeutic potential for depression, anxiety, and PTSD. Um, I, for a fact, know that. And I know that the people that I'm helping um, have told me that too. So while there's limited scientific research on the effect of microdosing, some studies have suggested that indeed it it does indeed have cognitive benefits, such as improved problem solving and increased creativity. However, much more research is needed to fully understand the potential uh, therapeutic benefits and risks of microdosing. Um, it's also important to note that microdosing um, may be illegal where you're at, um, but there are places where it's decriminalized. Um, there are churches that are out there, Native American churches, and there are ways to um, obtain this medicine um, legally and, and um, safely. So microdosing, um, man, it's, it's something that changed my life. If you have, guys have any questions, uh, make sure you reach out to info at shroomed.com. 
Um, you could DM me on Stay Shroomed on Instagram. Um, I've even got a little uh, hotline number, customer service number. It's 202-642-2254. And you can reach me anytime there at that number. Um, but yeah, guys, I just want to let you guys know that, you know, I'm still not drinking. Um, this weekend that we were at the Stagecoach Festival in um, Coachella Valley, had a great time out there, got to spread shroomed around there, got to meet new people, um, got to help people find some medicine out there and really had a great time uh, being shroomed. Um, you know, it, it can, it can, it's possible, guys, you can go to festivals, you can go to events, you don't have to drink. Um, peer pressure is a bitch, I know it. Um, but people want you to drink to want you to get to their level and feel like shit the next day. That's the only reason they want you to drink with them. Unless you're someone who likes to have fun drinking and that that's your own prerogative. But for me, it was something that I never liked to do. I just did it because that's what helped me get out there more. It helped, you know, um, loosen me up. It helped make me be more outgoing. Um, but now that I have the power of mushrooms and psychedelics, I feel like I don't need much, don't need um, alcohol and I won't need alcohol ever again. So it can, it's possible guys. Um, you know, it's definitely possible. This shouldn't be your last resort. It should be your first re on only resort. Um, if you want to get some help, um, with whatever you need. So reach out to me guys, if you want info at shroomed.com shroomed.com for any of your mushroom needs. We've got coast to coast mycology syringes. Um, and we've also got advanced mycology, uh, grow kits that we can help you set up, grow your own mushrooms at home. Um, I will be in New Jersey, Atlantic City on May um, 8th through the 11th. We'll be out there for the Champs Trade Show. So if you're out there, uh, make sure you come by and say hi. We'll be out there with Advanced Mycology and Coast to Coast Mycology. So what else do we got? Yeah, everything's been great, guys. A lot of great comedy going on. We, uh, we're big fans of the Kill Tony show. Uh, we got to do comedy with Hans Kim in Austin a couple um, last month. And uh, we're going to continue to make some great connections um, around the world just to get our name out there. So stay shroomed, guys. Tell your friends about shroomed. Um, we're breaking the stigma around mushrooms and psychedelics. So thank you for your support. And take care, guys. Stay shroomed.